Beyond Yacht Rock, Yachter and Yacht, Volume 93. You wrote them in. You said, is this song Yacht Rock or Yacht? And we're going to tell you the answer. We're the guys who created the genre of Yacht Rock, so we know. We rate songs on the Yachtsky scale. 50 and above are Yacht Rock songs. 49 and below are Yacht. My name is J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve. Great honor. But flawless, flawless intro, guys. You're welcome. Hey, good, good, oh, yeah, good job, good job, good day, good day, good, oh, great thank job. you so much. Was, wow, he thinks he's so cool. I've been working so hard on it all week, last two weeks. He does put in a lot so of practice. Cool. Me in front of a mirror. Do you want me to take a picture? He's gonna hurt himself, pat yeah, himself on the back. The moment's passed. This one's written in by Misha at Mechaleka. It's Toto. I'll supply the love. Misha had a suggestion on Twitter, and I replied, "We did that one." So she replied right back, all bummed. So I said, I'm making the document for Yacht and Yacht right now. What you got? And this is what she came up with. I pasted it in the doc, and she immediately regretted it. Too late, Misha. This is a good one to Yatsky, even though it may not make the boat. This is from Toto's 1988 debut album, which is also called Toto. 78. Yeah, what did I say? 76? I thought you said 88. Listen. Listen, Steve. I'm an old man. My eyes are bad. My ears are bad. My brain Oh, I'm an old man, too. Um, My foot's still bad. Personnel in here is Toto. I heard the original lyrics to this was, uh, you supply the coke, I'll supply the love, and they changed it to night. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. That's not true at all. I just... Well, this is a very coke-fueled song. It really seems like somebody took a bunch of snow and... Took a bunch of blow, snowy blow. That'd be and just that, like that, I, that'd be really shitty to ask of somebody. I got a great idea for a song. Yeah, I'll fuck you, but you better bring over some coke. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're the guy. Yeah, that's a slap in the face. Yeah, because doesn't doesn't cocaine make it works uh, the other way? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like the uh, the the hard drug version of whiskey dick. I think is uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> what I've been told. So you might be able to argue that this song is somewhat on the hold the line. It might ride it, but then if you recall, there's that nutball's weird ending on it. Um, I, may feel rock. Like, I feel like a lot of this song is a fairly straightforward hard rocker. Yeah, they put in a, like a little weird transition here and there. But then at the end they feel like, oh, this is too straightforward. We got to show off what we can do. So they put this like minute-long yacht prog coda on the end. Yeah, this is kind of like a like a pedestrian prog song. It's not like a like a complex prog song where they're doing too many different weird time signatures and stuff. They just have different parts. These guys could learn a lot from Maxis. Yeah. This is this is like what what Asia wanted to do four years after this. Yeah. Kind of. The band Asia or the album? The band Asia. Okay. A-S-I-A, not A-J-A. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't think I can put this on the uh, boat with this little breakdown. Yeah, I think I can. I, I'm gonna, I'll start with a 39. Gets a lot of credit for personnel. Uh, you know, a little tweak here and there. It can make the boat, but... There's something smooth about it. I'll give it a 41. I'll go 44. Did we use this song in the series? Yeah, this is when... Toto is brainstorming. Writing their song. Writing, writing Rosanna, yeah. 
Let's go 40. We got a 41. That's Yacht Rock. Celeste Campbell wrote this in from Vegas via email. She says, I'll try to keep things short. I can't stand some of JD's annoying voices sometimes. Congratulations. You gained one more female listener. But at least one that's willing to admit she listened to the podcast. This is another Russian bot like we got last week, I bet. How do you feel to track them changes by Thundercat? Rates in the Yatsky scale. Hashtag Well, Celeste, let me uh, start by saying you and I have a lot to talk about when it comes to JD's annoying voices. And this is Thundercat was the big deal because Michael, Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins... Uh, both sang on this. You don't show up at his at his cover band night, and you can do nothing right. See, you gotta you gotta do what I do. Mm-hmm. Just don't know it exists. Ah, yeah. I learned bass for three different bands, JD. Ah, uh, that's your problem, not mine. Yet my fingers are still sore. What were you saying? You so you're talking about Thundercat did that song? Yeah, like when when his Show when this album way. came out, everybody and their brother was sending it. Hey, do you guys hear about Thundercat having Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald? Yeah, and Celeste wrote a longer email, and I edited it for her ears' comfort. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she did she did say, hey, Thundercat, you know, he's got to show me the way with the guys on it with Kenny Loggins and Michael mm. McDonald. So, does this fit? And it doesn't. No. No. Moving on. It's got a big fat bass on it though. Yeah, that base, that base could do some cardio. I give it, a, I give this a ten. Ten? Yeah. <laughs> so you're angry? No, I thought sub, sub ten. ten? Well, yeah. you know, the, the, I'm not really angry. The riding, riding the line. What are you thinking, Steve? I was trying to place that drum beat because I heard, like, when the song opened up, I was like, oh. I expected Ice Cubes, it was a good day to start up after that. Apparently, they sampled the beat from the Isley Brothers' Footsteps in the Dark. Which for is this probably song as well. Sampled also a lot in rap. Good Day did that too? Yeah. Um, you know, I'll give this a 20 for that big fat bass. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but that, it's it's weird. It's almost like a space base. Yeah, I just I, I just like because it it's big and fat. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the hour. Gene Yatsky works in mysterious ways. He compels us to give numbers. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know it's unconventional. I'll go 18. What do you think, Steve? 26. Wow, that's kind of high. Yeah. Go figure. 18.5. It's another good one to Yatsky. This is from Michelle via email from 2017. Thanks for still listening to the podcast, Michelle. Hey, guys. Can't wait to write this without hearing JD reading this in a cartoon voice. So I'll just ask if you think Dave Mason's We Just Disagree makes it on or near the boat. So fuck you, Michelle. I gave you a pleasant voice. A very pleasant, almost sexy voice. Eh. It could have been a... He could have got, gotten a job reading a romance novel for money with a voice like that. Is that a, is that a job? Yeah. 
You know, hey, you can go on Amazon. I need you to read this uh, romance novel. We're Am- going to pay you. Amazon has a program where you can just go on Amazon and, like, freelance record other people's, like, e-books. You should read some Chuck Tingle books. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then if they sell well, you get a little cut of the residues. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh... This is a song. I think this is mistaken for Yacht Rock a lot, or is it Yacht Rock? We'll find no, out. What the hell is this? This is Dave Mason's We Just Disagree. It's from an album called Let It Flow from 1977. I looked it up. Dave Mason does have a song on the boat. What's it called? Uh, I'll look it up again. I'll look it up. You read your fun facts. No, I'll look it up. I'm already looking it up. I'm going to look called it up. Save Me. From 1980, this is from uh, 1977. This song, we just we just disagree. Uh, Mason oh. wasn't what? I really like that song, "Save Me." I really like it. Mason was an original member of Traffic, uh, but in case you were wondering, this one was recorded in L.A., not uh, not across the pond, mm. and it features Mike Finnegan, the now 70-year-old musician who's famous for espousing his political beliefs on Facebook. It's a lot of those that was guys. him. Is he famous for that? Yep. Wow. According to his Wikipedia, he is. Oh. World famous. Like uh, He's like liberal Charles Johnson, who was a guitar player for Pages, and now rants on, on Twitter. <laughs> liberal, liberal. Now is this an old guy ranting on Twitter, but he also happened to be a musician. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is uh, kind of just what we don't like for Yacht Rock, right? Like a sentimental sweeping ballad. Yeah, it's, also, it's also a little too country tinged, I yeah. think. Uh, this is this is that kind of like, you know, it's not country rock, but it's influenced enough by those like mellow seventy, like the Firefall, Poco, America kind of folk rock, yeah. soft rock, soft folky bullshit, soft country <laughs> rock. I want to talk about bullshit? Look at this album cover. Oh yeah, this is uh. This is oh yeah, look at this, you guys. Strumming. Look at this. Mm, look, look at it. look at this fucking album. Look look at. So we're all pl- our butts are all planted in chairs, <laughs> in a very big table, very far from Dave. Dave is saying, "Look at this album cover, guys." He's not he's not turning his laptop toward us. No, he's just sitting there. I assumed you guys would know it because you uh, seem to know everything. That's <laughs> um, a pretty dumb album cover, but he, he did put oh, Matt Brousseau water. <laughs> yeah, I got Matt Brousseau thrown overboard. Uh-huh. Uh, I got some bubbles under coming up from underwater there. It's yeah. like poor comic book style animation. Yeah, <laughs> when I first thought Couldn't even get his whole face in it. I thought it was Matt Brousseau, too. <laughs> it's funny you said that. Um... Good beard on that guy. So this song is it? It's not angry Eagles territory, I don't think. Or is it? Yeah. Well, it's not as angry in that you would. Would you? Would Yacht Rock Review play this song? They would. But you know what I will say. Would they? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. It's not big enough. But were it big enough, they would definitely play it. I think. Ooh. Dave Mason now kind of looks a little bit like Rob Halford. Ooh, pretty sweet. Shaved yeah. head, goatee. Um, Bet you that guy's got some opinions he can put on the internet. Uh, this guy at least has a little bit of soul to the way he sings. So Yeah, that, that, that makes him an exception from a lot of those soft country And it looks guys. like he enjoys wearing scarves. 
I love that old rockers all dress like pirates. Yeah. Steve Lugather, big time. Okay, Dave, I know this was a couple uh, yachting yachts ago. Look up Nigel Olson. He's good. I just want him to get a good chuckle out of that while we score this. I give it a 15. Yeah, I'll give it an 18. Twenty-six. Is that what you gave the last one? Yep. <laughs> what are you thinking, Dave? Twelve. And we got us a seventeen point seven five. Nope. I need love, love. This is written by Patricia Whitaker at York Whitaker. It's Peter Satera and Naoko Kawai with Love Assistant. This might be the best shot to get Peter Cetera on the boat. No. No, it's not Patricia. We love you. She Pat- only comes out at night. Patricia's a fucking man-eater. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh... If you listen longer, there's enough touches to make it, like, hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, it does start off, like, pure... It's a little old Fotown song. I wrote, by the sound of this one, I'm guessing she ate or nearly ate Peter Cetera. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that are means. You talking about, are you talking about Naoko Kawai or Patricia Whitaker? Uh, Naoko, because okay. it's a man-eater. Oh, there you oh, go. I see what oh, you okay. did there. I see what you did there. This is from 1984's Daydream Coast. And look at that. This is me looking at the internet. Features a backing band made up of David Foster, Michael Landau, John Robinson, and Jeff and Mike Parcaro. Were you dictating when, you wrote, when this was written? <laughs> You actually wrote, look at that. <laughs> I wrote, look at Look at Look at that. Yeah. Look at um, You can hear the David Foster, 1984 David Foster keyboard flourishes in this. There it is. Totally David Foster. I do not like this one for the boat. At all, especially since it's 1984. Though I appreciate the question. Like, this this part in here makes me... I see why the question's being asked. Yeah. This feels out of the yacht pocket for me. A little fast, yeah. You know, while we're uh, talking about this song, uh, written in by Patricia Whitaker... Oh, wait, I screwed that up. Yeah. Fuck it, never mind. It is written in by her. Someone who did attend Dave's uh, cover band party, he mm-hmm. sent me a picture of him posing. Yeah, I wanted to thank her for uh, coming to my. I, well, I think Steve my was tribute, in that picture as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess uh, it was. It was. It was a reunion of the three people who are still involved with the Yacht Rock Facebook page. Uh, oh yeah, wow! Leave that. Get get us off Facebook. Facebook is an unpleasant place to be. Yeah, everybody delete your Facebook. Is it any different than it used to be? No, it's just now we know that they will... Now they, they know you let, they let racists run wild. It's worse. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They, they didn't run racist one run wild before? Well, now it's a problem. Oh. It's being weaponized. They uh, cause a... They, you ever hear about... They cause a genocide in Myanmar. Because uh, these people huh. who are against spreading these, fake news. Yeah, this uh, what is it, the Rohingya people? These these Myanmar Muslims. Listen, you're talking to somebody who hates hated social media for the past ten years yeah. and really hasn't been on it. Government didn't like them. Spread some fake news about them on Facebook. Facebook was like, "We're not going to check this out." 
they got ethnic cleansed. Thank you, Facebook. Everybody delete it. So delete it and wait. jump onto another uh, thing that will do the exact same thing. Not, not just calling your mom. Not just calling your aunt to see what, what school your cousin got into. Um, all right. Give this. Anyone want to start? The scores? Steve, why don't you give it a start? You're the master of the photon. Yeah, I think uh, I hear I hear I hear some yachty flourishes in it, but I think in the end it's just a little bit too straight up photon for me to put it on the boat. I'm gonna give it a 45. Yeah, I'm also gonna take it for all that and sort of too modern production techniques. It's very synthy. And I don't like that David Foster mid-80s sound where he's turning his back on Yacht Rock and trying to make things more sentimental. 38. I'll give it 36. Dave? Hmm. 40. All right. (laughs) We got a 39.75. That is Yacht Yacht Rock. No, it's not Yarrow. Man, Hunter, you really turned me on to this Nigel Olsen photo. <laughs> well, this, I got no reaction in the room, and so I knew that you guys didn't know what I was talking Whoa. about. Whoa. The bangs I, on that Nigel guy. Nigel like, wow, you're is a lovely young lady. Yeah, your mom's got hairy arms. <laughs> <laughs> He's very... Be- he has the face and a haircut of a very of beautiful a, 70s woman. Yeah, of Cher. <laughs> and the arms of this weird lady who sat next to my brother on a flight from Alaska when we were kids. You went to Alaska when you were a kid? Yeah, I got an uncle there. Nice. Three uncles Oh, there. that's right. I met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah the, the, I knew it because I run across that guy in dollar bins. Mm. <laughs> Nobody's business. And I'm just like, look at her. Have you have you bought that yet from a dollar bin? No. That is suitable for framing. We used to have a fr- we used to have a friend named Nigel who lived right. in town. Mm-hmm. Right still, on the uh, still music friend, book. still friend. It was his apartment. Uh, that was Holland Oates' apartment from Yacht Rock Two. And it was his car that uh, in Yacht Rock Five that Adomian drove. And what's the character's name? Uh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah. Character. <laughs> that, that real Actually, that was Nigel driving the car. Yeah. Yeah. Gave him a little kiss. And we wanted. <laughs> I just. I recently got together with Nigel. He was in town. Oh, how you doing? For a minute, he's the one person that got me out of my house. Um, him and Vanderbilt. And uh, yeah, Van, Vanderbilt got me out of my house. Uh, he's doing. He's doing all right. He. Uh, he reminded me how we wanted him to make out with <laughs> Vincent Price. <laughs> and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been amazing. Yeah. Been amazing. Just dude, a, a lot of tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All tongue. Um, yeah, but a kiss on the cheek worked. Uh, Especially the way he sold it, too. Um, good old Nige Nige. The thing about that that album cover that you're looking at, which doesn't isn't doing anything, it looks like it says Nigel and his last name. So I always... I always picked oh, it yeah, up. It's very similar. It, it, when the font looks the same, so I always thought about buying it. Never did. Maybe I will next time. Next time you gotta buy it. Hunter, you you want us to do this song? What is this song all about? Well, I'm glad we got far enough into it that you guys might be able to appreciate it. So, <laughs> do we start it over? Yeah, start it over. So uh, after uh, last months, I'm guessing. A rousing discussion of, uh, is it 280s? Yeah, this sounds like a Wang Chung intro. It does. This could have been an awesome song mm-hmm. in, uh... Live and Die in L.A. Live and Die in L.A. 
Um, I give you this, a song I love, which I think is very much Yacht Rock, but has a way 80s bent that you guys uh, can use to crush my dreams. I've listened to this song so much, and to me, it's 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 a perfect last day of uh, yacht rock sound. Last days of yacht rock sound. I uh, might be giving this a very high number. It's uh, this is uh, this is obviously Greg Feelinggain's with signals. Um, this is Greggy P's best song. Personally, I believe this is his best song on his Pulse L- album, which also has a great album cover. That's uh, the one where he's just standing there looking at the camera really yep. awkwardly like, you guys know I'm a side man, right? Yep. Um, and especially if you're, uh, yeah, if you're looking towards the boat, this is the best song on the album, in my opinion. So here's the thing. More so than Lazy Nina? Absolutely. I don't even think that it's a, this is, this is very sultry. If this is Yacht Rock, it's one of the sultriest Yacht Rock songs around. It's also a little bit Vice Rock. Yeah, I know. We talked about this. I don't think there was. Of course, you're gonna adopt. I'm not saying that it gets it off the boat. I'm just saying I'm just I'm 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 hooking other styles okay. onto it. So now, did you hear that chorus right there? Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Okay. So bass is uh, Nathan East. Uh, Paulino's on percussion, and it doesn't. But it doesn't swing fully onto the bow until Pages on background comes in at about three minutes. He sneaks him in there. I'm gonna get there. No, no, it's, it's coming. It's a uh, well, or if you want to get there. Away. But here's the thing. Okay. Are, are you at three minutes? Yeah, three eleven now. Oh, that yep. mm-hmm. They do the they do the classic pages Michael McDonald, but he sneaks them in. He doesn't put them in the first mm-hmm. chorus. And then I love this, uh, the signals he's sending right here. Um, anyways, this is, uh, yeah, so he sneaks him in, he holds him back on the first course, and then uh, if this can hold your attention to that three minutes, which it didn't, but you skipped ahead, um, then Pages comes in, and, and mind you, uh, first, uh, here's, here's my thought on this song. If this, was, if this song would have been sung by Michael McDonald or James Ingram, it would have been a huge hit. I like this part. He can't quite do the hoo hoo. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't quite have the range to be able to pull that off. Who wrote this song? Probably him. Uh, and fun fact, this was 84, 85. Pages were now Mr. Mister. Oh. So this is this is this is, this is Pages. They, they only allowed him to do one. Uh, didn't want to do that first chorus because they were serious artists. Yeah, they probably cost too much by this point. Yeah, so we'll just get them two-thirds of your song. You only get one chorus. You know, that's the same brand of uh, Mr. my mom had installed at her old patio in Arizona. Mr. Mr. Mm -hmm. It's a quality product. Yeah, you like this for the boat-ish. 85, yeah. It doesn't, it's one of those songs that's a slow burner. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think boy, that is that is '80s, isn't it? This is interesting. It's, it's co-written by Richard Page. Oh, there you while go. he's in his Mister Mister face, there's a little bit of broken wings in this. Really? Huh? Where? Just just underneath that uh, reggae-inspired uh, <laughs> reggae. 
there's a little like a little synthy kind of. Is it the key change? Maybe I don't. I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking about the arrangement. There's just something in the the, the base of the song, like the bottom the, the of the balls. Song. Are you holding? Like it's built <laughs> cupping. What are you cupping? Those are some big. Wow. Looks like you're holding a couple coconuts. I can. It's like it's like a third cousin of of, of um broken wings. I so can, I can hear it, but I can't explain it. That's that's a third cousin. Yeah, third cousin. everybody knows that. That's a third yeah, cousin. Yeah. We're related, but I have no. I can't explain how. Yeah. Oh, we're third cousins. I'll, I'll give this a fifty-two. I just I just want to do a Michael McDonald impression. Well, that's pages, but. He just wishes he had the the gravitas of a James Ingram on this. Yeah, no, I'd love to hear this song by somebody with ch- with singing chops. The keyboard playing, of course, on this song is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beyond reproach. I don't know if I can get it on the boat though. I knew it, you people. Let's just not start with the you people. <laughs> People who leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you'd come to my tribute band show, I'd probably knock this up a couple. But no, uh, <laughs> oh, you never told me about it. <laughs> I said, I said it on the show. Oh, you think I'm listening? <laughs> uh, yeah, screw it. Fifty. <laughs> this is this arrangement to me is yacht rock. It's definitely unusual and creative and different, interesting. You know, I mean, Greg, Greg is a synth guy, so you're going to get whatever state-of-the-art synths there are in this uh, at this particular point in time. But it's got an e-piano feel. It's got a Fender Rhodes feel, but it definitely is synth. Going to change my number. 51. I got a question, J.D. Mm-hmm. What if this song came on at Brody Jenner's party? I mean, I doubt it would. That's the whole point. That's not the question. <laughs> I mean, I gave it a... I, I'd say, yeah, hey... I'm, just at, I'm not guessing. Just give me another... I'm asking you. Okay, so, what okay. would you do right, while right, you're right, in right, the I feel like this song is tearing you, you two splash apart. splash anybody? Splashing, I'm splashing a, a Rob Kardashian. Splashing Rob. He took his shirt off finally. I got about take his shirt off and I feel fit. Take his shirt off. Come on. He finally takes his shirt off and splash him a little bit. This song comes on. The signals start being sent. Would you send anybody little splash signals on this point? Oh, you know what happens when this thing? I turn my head and I see Rob Kardashian across the way, and I had told him to take his shirt off previously in the previous song, and he'd gotten out of the pool, but he's starting to feel sexy. Puts on sunglasses and turns to me during the song, and we just like lock eyes and stare at each other through the whole song, sending signals to each other's hearts. Who's Rob Kardashian? <laughs> He's a Kardashian brother. He's Kim and Chloe and Karen and Kiki's brother. I wish there was a Kiki Kardashian. <laughs> 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 that hands down would be the real missed opportunity there. Yeah. Um, I love this song. I'm giving it a 70. I think, I think again, for me, if I dig underneath the, the 80s sounding arrangement, I'm hearing a Yacht Rock composition. It's not super yachty, but it's, you know, it's, I think it's, 
definitely on the boat for me. I'm going to give it a 61. Yeah, and I'll further explain my low score because the the, the, the sultriness is sort of it's off tone for Yacht Rock. It's not a so heavy. He's just sending signals, though. I know, but it's like a, such a terrible pickup. The sound of the music, so it's the, that that synth, that 80s. Just the the notes that they're playing, they're, the minor tonality, the tones off for Yacht Rock. Mm. Well, maybe not for Yacht Soul. It's true. Still 52. I think 84 is, is you're going to get some of this. Not going to avoid that type of, yeah. type of stuff. It's a, it is very Yamo B there, but I didn't score that very highly. I think uh, I think that George Orwave had an effect mm-hmm. overall music. And uh, couldn't escape the boat. But this one's on uh, 58.5. That's Yacht Rock. That's an interesting question, this one. I'm happy to Yatsky. This is written in by Matthew Edwards. It's Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? I never really thought about this one for the boat before. Uh, Tina always seemed to have a, br- a taste for British musicians. Mm-hmm. That's what I always, uh, always thought. Uh, besides Tim Capello, mind you. Besides Hunky beefy sax players Oiled from America. Sax players. Yeah. And so I checked it out and sure enough this was recorded in jolly old England without Tim Capello. Uh, and so there I didn't recognize any names. They wouldn't let him on the plane without his shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the, the Mr. Ni- Capello, you're getting oil all over the seats. <laughs> Just kept slipping out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Capello, that's real leather. Please scan your ticket here. What? <laughs> hold on, hold on, I got this. What? Yeah, I don't think Tim Capello was in the first class leather seats. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to put him in the leather because if we don't, he's just gonna leave a stain. Yeah. But if we put him in the leather, he's just gonna keep slipping out. Um <laughs> So anyways, the, the names on this I didn't recognize them, but they, I assume they are British session session guys. Because it wasn't anybody I really uh, noticed. Although there were some names like uh, Jeff Beck mm-hmm. and stuff. They were like bigger names. I yeah, think, like yeah. small, like cameos on stuff. Yeah, Tina Turner is a super duper super superstar. So she's gonna bring in the big guns. Um, what year is this album from? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Okay. Oh, speaking of, Steve, uh, did you consider? I just have to know this. Did you listen to or consider Tina's version of 1984 by David Bowie for George Orwave? No, I didn't. I did not. I probably would have said, oh, it's it's old. It's not quite in the time period. The original version is not quite in the time period. Have you ever heard her version of it that was on this album? No, I never heard it. I've it, never heard it. It really comes out of nowhere. And I'm not I'm not 100% sure if it was on the original album or it was on an extended release. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it really sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Wondering if you uh, considered it. Anyways, I, I had not, unfortunately. But how about this song? I Man. listened to it. I it could make the boat. Tim Capello kind of looks like my grandmother right before she passed away. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like he could be your mom's brother. Huh. There's this family resemblance. Now listen to the. There's a subtle bounce back there. The I was hoping you'd say there's a bit of a reggae thing going on in the back because there kind of is. It kind of is, yeah. 
This was actually, uh, this album was like her first actual hit after she divorced Ike. Such a tough one. Eh, it's not very tough for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's got some stuff, but it's very straightforward pop song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, there's no... Yeah, comp- compositionally, I don't hear anything that makes me go, oh, where was that going? It's a very competent song. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, a, it's a good, solid pop song. So, so the last song we heard was from around the same period of time. And while it was kind of wacky, it still had some twists and turns in it that you would expect out of a Yacht Rock song. And maybe too much. This one, I think, that doesn't really have it. This part here. You never see that coming if you don't know the song. Mm-hmm. There is something special about this song. I'm not saying there's nothing special about yeah. this song. <laughs> I think this is a great song. It's just the, it's the it's the it's the drums, percussion. Yeah. And you you're getting sort of a Caribbean guitar and I give it a fifty. I think it's a, a good question. And does it have an e-piano on there that's that's doing anything? I want to try an experiment. Here's my experiment. Hey, you're here with JD and Brody Jenner's Yacht Rock Pool Party. That was Toto. Coming up next. It's it's a kind of a Caribbean song. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's very very subtle, but you know it's it's there. Try the other side too. That was Tina Turner. It's pool party. It fits in with that, but I think mm-hmm. that's of the era, not necessarily on the boat. With my little pool party experiment, I'm going to bump it up to 51. <laughs> I'm going to commit to this being a Yacht Rock song. I don't think I can do it. I'm 48. Yeah, I can't do it either. 40. It's... it's it has elements. It could use an e-piano. It could use... It, the, the guitar's a little off, I think, overall. She's great. She could do a of yacht course. rock. She of could course. do a yacht rock song. She can do anything she damn well wants. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if she has something that's a little. I never thought about Tina Turner. I wonder if she ha, if she has something that has a little more than what this has. I bet you she does. Was she doing stuff with Ike in the early '80s, or was she? Uh, no, I don't think so. This is our very first solo album, right? I don't know if it was her. It was her first big solo album. Okay. I'm not sure if it was her first per se. There is a piano. You can hear it. Very subtly mixed in the in the background of the chorus. Yeah, I'm uh, giving it a 46. So we got a 46.25. Sorry, Tina. 
That is Nyat Yacht Rock. Was it Yacht or was it Nyat? We didn't know, but we found out. J.D. Hunter, Steve, and David said Sam. Found where it landed on the Yacht Ski Scam. We didn't know, but we found out. Send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht or Yacht. Email them to beyondyachtrock at gmail.com. Get to know Hunter personally and ask him at his house. What? It's the way you can get Yadder Yacht in. Oh. Send him a text. Go to yadderyacht.com and look at the Yasky scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrickology at Hanglop. Find the certified yacht playlist by following JD Rizzo on Spotify. Archived by Samuel J. Hill at Chill the Voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoid for updates. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Read and review us on Apple Podcasts. Go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Brusso.